Praise Him, and welcome to the Believe Right, Live Right podcast. I'm Eugene Hill, Senior Pastor of Kingdom Recovery Ministry, located in Phoenix City, Alabama, where we believe if you can change what you believe, you can change your life. Christianity is not about right doing, it's about right believing. Transformation takes place when you believe. What Jesus did on the cross is powerful. When you believe, it can and it will change your life. We call it the good life, the grace life, excelling in every area of life. Father God has a life-changing word just for you today. Are you ready? Let's get right to it. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We glorify you. We honor you. We say yes, Lord, to your will, to your way. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to be gathered together in your name. We thank you, Lord, for uh, the men and women of God who have gathered here today to hear what thus saith the Lord. So, Father, we ask that you think through our minds. You speak through our vocal cords, Lord. Let it be all of you and none of us in this place. It's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Come on, somebody say amen. 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 Well, God has given us this subject tonight uh, for this Bible study, putting God first. Putting God first. You know, every day, y'all, that we live, the world, our children, our jobs, everything comes to demand our time and our attention. Amen? Our children, our jobs, there's all kinds of distractions, responsibilities that we have to take care of, uh, constant demands. So it's easy to lose sight of what really matters. Amen? It's easy to lose sight of what truly matters. And Sunday, Pastor spoke to us about seek those things above. Y'all remember that? See, after you've given your life to Christ, the Bible says we are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Amen? So the first step toward you know, setting your mind on things above is to refocus. Somebody say refocus. Refocus your eyes on Christ. Remember, everything in the world comes to demand your time and your attention. So we have to, um, we've had our focus on the world, the jobs, the children, You know, everything that's going on that comes to demand our time and our attention, it comes to do just that, to get our focus. Amen. And so what God is saying to us tonight is refocus, refocus our attention, our eyes on Christ Jesus. Amen. And the way you do that is through the word. Somebody say through the word. Amen. See. The uh, whole Bible is about Jesus. The whole Bible. So as you get into the word, amen, even in the Old Testament, there's all kind of types and 
typologies and uh, metaphors, if you will. But they all point to Jesus. You have to ask the Holy Ghost, give me revelation. What are you talking about here, Holy Ghost? Show me Jesus. See, whenever you open up this Bible, you know, let your prayer be, Lord, show me Jesus. Amen. So the first thing toward setting our minds on things above is to refocus our eyes on Christ. And then the next thing is to rid yourself of really your old self and sins and habits that went along with your old self. Amen. Because we're new creatures in Christ Jesus. The Bible tells us plainly in Matthew 6, 33, to seek first the kingdom. Let's go there. Amen. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. We're going to read that in the King James and the Amplified. Because we're talking about putting God first. See, um, in your old life, it was always all about you. You know what I'm saying? All the attention was on you or your job or your children or everything concerning you. And so what God is saying, that has to change. If you're going to put God first, that has to change. Amen. You got Matthew 6.33? Ready? Read. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Amen. Go ahead and read that in the... Um, Amplified, because this is a familiar scripture, y'all. Go ahead. But seek, aim at, and strive after first of all his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. And then all these things taken together will be given you besides. See, when you read uh, Matthew chapter 6, um, before you get down to verse 33, it's talking about, uh, possessions in the world is talking about uh, being anxious for what we're going to eat, what we're going to wear, you know, being anxious about really worldly stuff. You know what I'm saying? And really, yes, we do need some of these things, but God doesn't want you to be anxious about it. He doesn't want you to worry about it. And, and he doesn't want you to focus on it. If you put your focus on Jesus, what he's saying is that all of this stuff going to be added unto you. That's what it says here in the Amplified says, and then all these things taken together will be given to you besides. Amen. Seek God's way of doing things. Amen. Seek God's way. And everything else is just going to fall into place. He says it will be given you besides. Amen. So refocus your eyes on Christ. We're talking about putting God first. Um, and so to refocus your eyes on Christ, we've got to look unto Jesus. Amen. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 2. See, the old man, the old you, looked at the things of the world. The new person, this new creature in Christ Jesus, the one who has given his life to Christ, he looks above to God's precepts, to God's promises, to God's spiritual power. Amen. The old person looks at the world, but the new man, the new creature in Christ Jesus, looks to Christ, looks above. Amen? 
Y'all got Hebrews 12 too? Yes. Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 2. We're going to read that in the King James and the Amplified as well. Ready? Read. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Go ahead and read Amplified. Looking away from all that will distract to Jesus, who is the leader and the source of our faith, given the first incentive for our belief, and is also its finisher, bringing it to maturity and perfection. He, for the joy of obtaining the prize that was set before him, endured the cross, despising and ignoring the shame, and is now seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. God is, is encouraging us, admonishing us, and basically telling us, look away from all that other stuff, the job, the children, the distractions of the world. Look away from that and look to Jesus. It says he's the author and the finisher of your faith. Amen. He's the one who started your faith in the first place, and he's the one that's going to finish it. Amen. So the world and our old way of living, let me say it to you like that. It was, you know, you're, you're bombarded. Yeah. Even if you're watching TV, you are bombarded or listening to the radio even. You are bombarded or any of the like music uh, apps or whatever, you're still bombarded with all kinds of advertising, commercials, because it's trying to get your attention. It's trying to distract you. It's trying to get you to think about what they want you to think about. And God is saying, if you're going to put him first, then you've got to, to refocus on Jesus, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You've got to look away from all of them distractions. Amen. And then look to Jesus. Once you do that, everything else you need in life is going to be taken care of. Amen. You won't have to struggle as pastor talks about one time of striving and struggling and trying to do this and trying to make this happen and all that kind of stuff. God's just going to add it to you. Amen. I don't know, you know, how he does it. He knows what you need already. And he really knows what's best for you. Most of the time, that stuff we striving and seeking after and aiming at, it ain't even what's really good for us in the first place. Amen. So God says, refocus your eyes on Christ. Look away from all the distractions. It's like uh, my mother-in-law used to say, I hear you, but I ain't studying you, okay? So look away from those things and look to Jesus. Let's go to the, ver the first verse here, uh, chapter 12, verse 1, the one right before verse 2. Let's look at uh, Hebrews 12, 1. Amen? Because it says something very, very important there. <clears throat> Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. We're going to read that also in the King James and the Amplified. And like Pastor said, I didn't come to give you a whole bunch of scriptures tonight. Just want to give you a few nuggets to, to, to chew on, to meditate uh, on. Amen. And none of these scriptures are new, new to us. 
but so but they are reminders. Amen. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Ready? Read. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doeth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that was set before us. The, the Bible is saying here, <clears throat> the, he, the writer of Hebrews is saying, there's a whole bunch of people you're surrounded by, a whole bunch of witnesses. Amen? I remember... Um, you know, when I know I first went to faith and I believe pastor has said this before as well, you used to really, when you used to stop to think about it, it wasn't that many people that you saw really living for God, really living for Jesus. But God is saying you are surrounded by a whole bunch of people. You just really got to know where to look. Amen. Amen. You just really got to know where to look. There are people living this life for Christ. There are people who are for real. Amen. There are people who are doing what they say, not just pretending. Um, my mama used to say, you got to be for real. There are some people who are for real for God. Amen. And what God is saying to us here, the part of this scripture that I want us to really pay attention to as it relates to our subject tonight, is this lay aside every weight. Let's read that in the Amplified, please, ma'am. It says it a little bit more clearly. Ready? Read. Therefore then, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses who have borne testimony to the truth, let us strip off and throw aside every un encumbrance, unnecessary weight, and that sin which so readily, deftly, and cleverly clings to and entangles us. And let us run with patience, endurance, with patient endurance and steady and active, persistent, the appointed course of the race that is set before us. Amen. Remember we've talked the last few weeks about this life is a journey. Amen. And we need someone to help us navigate. And that someone is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And what the, this verse is saying here is that we've got this course laid out before us. Amen. But you've got to know that there are some things uh, that are attached to you. Let me say it like this. Attached to that old person that does not want to let go. Y'all hear what God is saying? There's some old stuff um, entangled, tied up, tangled with the old you that don't want to let go so the new you can run this race. Amen. Can follow this course that God has for you. It says here, let us strip off and throw aside every encumbrance. That's everything that comes to weigh you down. That's everything that comes to stop you. It says unnecessary weight. And the sin, notice what it says here. It deftly and cleverly clings to you. Amen. And entangles you. Amen. This stuff comes to cling to you. Amen. To, to entangle you. It doesn't want to let go. Amen. Amen. But 
as a new creature in Christ Jesus, we cannot linger in our old habits, y'all. You know, all of us know stuff we need to get rid of, if the truth be told. You know stuff, you know, that you, you, I don't even know if you've reached the point where you want to be rid of it, but you know you need to be rid of it. Let me say it like that, okay? And so what God is saying is that you got to lay these things down, that stuff that hinders you, amen? And I've got good news for you tonight. This is, this is not something that you got to do in and of your own strength. You hear what I'm saying to you? See, for God to tell us to, to strip it off and throw it aside, every encumbrance and unnecessary weight. In other words, for God to ask us to do that and not equip or empower us to do that, that wouldn't be right, would it? But the good news, and we're going to get to that in just a minute, is that God has given us the power to do it. Amen? Lay aside means to cast away, to get rid of, to lay down. See, if you're casting off the sin, that's not good enough. Because in and of your own strength, that's not good enough. It'll come back. Because you just, you don't have the power. Amen? So if you do it in your power, it'll fail. That's like willpower. Will, willpower is not good enough. You know, if willpower was good enough, lots of people would have lost weight. Y'all understand what I'm saying? I'm just using that one as an example. Instead, we have been given the power, y'all, to reject sin and temptation. Amen. How, Pastor? Woohoo! Check this out. Through the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Somebody say the Holy, Ghost. the Holy Ghost. See, God has given us the power of His Spirit. And by transforming our minds through the word, amen, we can lay aside these things that we know need to be, we need to be rid of in our lives. <clears throat> amen. amen. Let's go to uh, my next scripture so I can show you what I'm talking about. Let's go to 2 Peter chapter 1. See, for God to tell us to lay aside the sin, he's not saying in your own strength or in your own willpower. In other words, he's, God does not ask you to do anything that he does not help or equip you to do or empower you to do. Amen. Amen. Second Peter chapter 1, verse number 3, because we're talking about putting God first. If you're going to put God first, you can, these, these things, that, that stuff with that old man, you know, you, that cannot be lingering around because it will entangle you. You know, it'll tie you up. I'm sorry? No, Second Peter. Chapter 1, verse 3. God, um, these things, that with that old person, it'll entangle you. It'll get you tied up, tangled up. Worse, really, than you were before you gave your life to Jesus. So what I'm saying to you is God lets you know this stuff has to go, for real. Every last one of us who, who have a relationship, who've given our lives to Christ, you know, you can't say, well, I didn't know. No, God, the Holy Ghost is going to let you know. That's got to go, Ag. You can't do that, Ag. You cannot go over there, Ag. I'm just using myself as an example. 
And so when the Holy Ghost brings it up to or brings it to your attention, then at that point, you got to make a decision. If you want to hold on to that thing or if you really want to say, help me, Holy Ghost. You know what I'm saying? And he will help you if you ask him to. Y'all got 2 Peter? <clears throat> Let's read that. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse number 3. Ready? Read. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. See, God has called you up higher. Amen. Let me say it like that. The, the world is like base, low. God calls his people higher. Amen. Amen. And he, he equips you. He, he uh, empowers you to go higher. But it, ha it has to be with your cooperation. Let me say it like that. He does not force you. You know what I'm saying? But he, he wants you to freely, amen, receive his instructions, amen, and his way of doing things. So it says here, according as his divine power. Somebody say his divine power. His divine power, his divine power is the Holy Ghost. Okay? And so he's saying that through the Holy Ghost, he has given us all things, y'all, that pertain to life and godliness. This new creature in Christ Jesus, amen, the Holy Ghost, gives you everything you need for this new life. Let me say it like that. The Holy Ghost gives you everything you need to live this life for Christ. Let's read that in the Amplified. Ready? Read. For his divine power hath bestowed upon us all things that are requisite, requisite and suited to life and godliness through the full personal knowledge of him who called us by and to his own glory and excellence, virtue. Amen. <clears throat> See, he's calling you to his own glory. His, own, yes, his, his standard of glory. Let me say it like that. And excellence. He's calling you to his standard of excellence. Remember we talked about, what was that, Romans 12, uh, 2, where we talked about uh, new ideals. Remember that? Ideals is higher. We're not talking ideas, like a bright idea. No, ideal is a, a higher, a lofty thing. It's the highest, really. Okay? And so what God is saying is that his Holy Ghost has given you everything required and suited to life and godliness. <clears throat> Amen? See, for God to tell us to lay aside sin, he gives you what you need to lay aside sin. Amen? I'm serious, y'all. I don't care what it is. I don't care what the habit is. I don't care um, what the demand is. Seriously, if you want to get rid of it and, it and it's not of God, ask the Holy Ghost to help you. Amen. Amen. Ask the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, I don't want this thing. Get rid of it. I remember when I first got saved, y'all, for real. Uh, I would just, as the Holy Ghost would bring things up to me, I would write them down. I, you know, I kept like a little journal. At that time, I would write them down. 
even things I needed to be delivered from. Things that I, you know, once I gave my life to Christ and learned, started to learn more about God and the things of God. And I learned a lot of things I had participated in were not of God. And so I had to ask the Holy Ghost to help me. To, because um, them things that are not of God, y'all, they have spirits uh, attached to them. And so you wonder why you do certain things or why you act crazy. It's because you participated in some ungodly stuff. And those spirits or demons are still lur- lurking around. And so I just, I, as the Holy Ghost would bring up stuff to me, I'll use this as an example. <clears throat> when I discovered I was not supposed to be reading the horoscope, because it's not of God, I put that on my list. And I asked the Holy Ghost to help me. You know, because you know how, if you ever get caught up in that stuff, you every day you're looking in the newspaper or wherever to see what, whatever they're they trying to talk about. And then a lot of times you base your life on that. So when I learned I wasn't of God, I had to ask the Holy Ghost to, to take that away. And every, every spirit lurking around me or associated with that, that practice, I had to ask the Holy Ghost to, to remove it from me and take it away. And he did that. And I'm just using that one as one example. A lot of other things I did, y'all, gambling and all that kind of stuff. I had to ask the Lord, Lord, remove that away from me. Take the desire away from me and any spirits associated or, or, or attached to me as a result of my participating in that activity. Take it away. And God did that. I'm just using those examples. I don't know what your things are. You know you. You know what I'm saying? You know your life. So you have to ask the Holy Ghost to help you. That's what he's for. He's called our advocate. He's called our counselor. He's called our helper. Amen. Jesus has told us when he was going away, he said, it's expedient that I go away. In other words, I got to go away so I can send my spirit so that you will not be alone. I will not leave you, you know, orphanless, really. You will have a helper, someone to help you live this life. Amen. So the Holy Spirit empowers you. And the word of God changes your mind. See, as you read this word and you get in it and you learn, like Pastor was saying, cursing somebody out is not the way, you know, you, you, the word lets us know. You know, love our enemies. He's just using that as an example, blah, blah, blah. The word will change your mind, but the Holy Ghost will help you to do that. The Holy Ghost will help you not curse people out. The Holy Ghost will help you love your enemies. Amen. So to set your minds on things above, refocus on Christ Jesus. Look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen. Get rid of them sins, y'all. Them bad habits. You know, you already know they no good for you. Look, and I'm not just going to say bad habits. I'm going to say some people too. Some people got to go because they are not a good influence on you. Ask the Holy Ghost to help you. God is not asking you to be rude to anybody or nasty to anybody. There's a way to do it. Amen. Ask the Holy Ghost to help you. Know that the Holy Ghost is going to help you 
rid yourself of that old, that old man and the sins and the habits that went along with the old person. Amen? When we put God first in our lives, y'all, in spite of all the demands, the distractions, the responsibilities, you know, that comes at us, life has a different purpose. It has a, a deep sense of peace. <clears throat> all the distractions, responsibility stuff, vying for your time and attention, that keeps you stressed. Keep, keeps you, um, I don't know, just anxious. <clears throat> and God does not want us to live that way. Amen? God wants us to live at peace. So I just came tonight to encourage you to put God first. Put his way of doing things first. Refocus on Jesus. Amen? <clears throat> See, that old person, you looked at every all this stuff that's going on in the world, but that new person that God is calling for you to be, he looks above. Amen. He looks to God. <clears throat> he looks to God's way of doing things. So get rid of, lay aside all that stuff that comes to beset you. Amen. That comes to entangle you, the Amplified said. And don't, don't linger in it. Like when the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost is going to let you know. I'm serious now. If you're serious about living for God, the Holy Ghost is going to let you know. This got to go. You can't do that, can't go over there, can't hang with them. Holy Ghost going to let you know. And when he does, all I'm, I'm encouraging you to do, listen to the Holy Ghost. He knows what's best for you. And ask him to help you. Amen. Ask him to help you. Hallelujah. He will empower you. And by staying in the word, you know, your mind will be transformed. Amen. And um, just put God first. My time is well spent, y'all. Let's give God praise for his word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to go before the Lord now and make our declaration. Amen. Perhaps as this word went forth, <clears throat> he, he showed you. Are brought up in your spirit some things that's got to go. Amen. He, <clears throat> he has shown you, told you some kind of way he's revealed to you. I'm saying some things, even if it's just one, but it might be several. Do, you know, and I'm not saying you got to be like me, but like I said, I wrote them down. And when I asked him to remove them, as I got rid of them, I marked them off the list. But ask the Holy Ghost to help you. He will do that, especially when he brings things up in your spirit, man. Amen. We're going to go before the Lord and make our declaration. Uh, amen. As new creatures in Christ Jesus. Because we don't ever want to take for granted everybody has given their life to Christ. Or maybe you just need to rededicate. So we're going to ask that you repeat after me. Lord Jesus, <clears throat> thank you for loving me and dying for me on the cross. Your precious blood washes me clean of every sin. You are my Lord and my Savior now and forever. I believe you rose from the dead and you are alive today. Because of your finished work, I am now a beloved child of God. Heaven is my home. Thank you for giving me 
eternal life, filling my heart with your peace, with your joy, with your Holy Ghost, so I can put God first. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord for this time in his word. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you on next time. Until then, remember, if you believe right, you will live right.